Good to see everybody. How everybody doing? All right. Good to see you. Doing, sir? All right, y'all. My friend. I got a new friend, too. I got Chris. How you doing, y'all? Hey, everybody. This is Chris. Chris, everybody. All right. Of course, y'all know Minister Teacher John Barton here. He's down. My friend. <laughs> Man. Love endures forever. Love never fails. Man. Now, y'all know teacher going to teach today. Amen. So, I got to shepherd a little bit. Can I shepherd a little bit, teacher? Can I shepherd a little bit? They say you can have all the time you want. They said they've been fasting. They're empty. They said, fill me up. <laughs> John said he came for his word, and he got to fill him today. So he came. He said, don't cut no corners. He said, he know what time his plane leaves, so he got to come. Listen. I love y'all, and, and thank you. And as a shepherd, you, you have to operate in love. I'm like a, a fire inspector. So, you know, the fire inspector come to your house. He inspects your house, right? See if there's any faulty wiring, right? Make sure your, your smoke alarm's got the night, right 9-volt battery in there, right? Test it, right? So that's for in case there is a fire, right? You know what to do. You can't call the fire inspector when the house is burning. It's too late. You should have called him before it was burning. He could have did his job. I can't do my job when the house is burning. Hello? I'm talking to everybody. You know how they say sometimes you're talking to somebody? No, I'm talking to everybody. You can't call him and say the house is burning. When you should have had me come in and expect it then and test it. See if the wiring, do you really love her? What's the real issue? So then I can't do anything when it's burning. Right? You got to get the inspector in before. Know that you need it. Then I can help. Amen. Amen. Say everybody wait till the last minute. The house is burning. Now you want me to do miracles. Now you tell me I don't know my job. I know my job. Then you want me to commit to you, but you won't commit to Christ. Right? It's hard to do my job. It's hard to do to be a weekend dad. Right? I told you, I'm a, I'm, I'm a shepherd. This is what I do. Okay? All right. Man. <laughs> I'll make sure that we get in. See, this is some things I just don't understand. So you come in here and just talk sermon, sermon. But the people, the people need a shepherd who really care. My job is to make sure... I, my, my job is to, is to guide you there, lead you there. Teacher job, she's a teacher. She teaches you how to get there. My job is to lead. Pass the baton. I got it. I'm ready. 
Then I can turn around and pass it to her. Boom. She's ready. And it's seamless. All right. Some days you have to have your pastoring, your shepherding, and then other days you need your teaching. Today is that day. All right. So. And um, like I said, I don't know what she's doing. This is my job. Second Corinthians. She's going to have plenty of time. She's going to do it. She's going to do her thing. This, this, this is my job right here. Second Corinthians five minister. Then I'm going to get y'all into something, some understanding real quick while she's tightening up her notes. You good? You know I'm going to do it. All right. Got to. She's going to have all the time she wants. You ready? This is one of my main Second Corinthians 5. Uh, start at 8 through 11. We'll make sure they be familiar with you. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 8. Yes, we have confident and hopeful courage and are pleased rather to be away from home, out of the body, and be at home with the Lord. Therefore, whether we are at home on earth away from him or away from home and with him, we are constantly ambitious and strive earnestly to be pleasing to him. Mm. For we must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive his pay according to what he has done in the body, whether good or evil, considering what his purpose and motive have been mm. and what he has achieved, been busy with, and given himself and his attention to accomplishing. Verse 11. Therefore, being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence, we seek to win people over, mm. to persuade them. But what sort of persons we are is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood by God. And I hope that it is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood also by your consciences, your inborn discernment. Mm. Inborn. You get something when you get born again. There should be something in you to discern the thing that you used to do that you should not be doing. You know, like loving each other. If you wasn't loving, then you should be loving now. And it should be, you should be able to discern that where you are. Yeah? All right. See, I'm going to make sure you get in. I want to make sure that you are just, you know, you think you're getting in, but you're really not. But I want to make sure that you are. All right? This is so important before we move on, is understanding in God, there is nothing more important than you understanding love. Love. God's unfailing love. Chess it. Say it. Chess it. All right. This is a, a scripture. It's a place in... Um, Y'all familiar with Colorado Springs, right? I guess there's a place in there. Uh, they call it the Garden of God. 
This is where the red rocks, and they all shoot up out of the hundreds of feet. I think you gave me a picture one time with that. And um, matter of fact, go to Isaiah 54.10. Got to understand love. See, if you don't understand love, this is a barometer that you don't understand love if you can't forgive. You don't understand God's love. Okay? Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 10. For though the mountains should depart and the hills be shaken or removed, yet my love and kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace and completeness be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. Man. So that's what kind of reminds me of the red rocks that coming out and you see the mountains are getting shaken. It's just beautiful. Man. So he's saying that his love, my love and kindness shall not depart from you. How many of y'all hate somebody? Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all ain't got, to, ain't got to tell me the truth. He said in that scripture and uh, the one we read prior to this, he said that part of you will be revealed. You ain't have to say it. It's already be revealed. You can't stand before God and hide anything. <laughs> you are deceived then. See, I told you you don't know, really know God then. Just like he said, you can't forgive. See, you don't know his love. That's why you can't forgive. His is unfailing love. This was the love he was telling Israel, listen, you're in a backslidden state, but my love will never depart from you. Okay. All right. See, this is, that's chase it. That's chase it. That's a different type of love. Okay. This love is, is more, hmm. Let me see here. This love is an action. Okay? Chase it is more accurately described as not an action, but a series of actions. Not just an action, but a series of actions. Chase it, love, God's love, in this scripture, what he's talking about. You know, this is a love that intervenes on behalf of, watch this, loved ones. This love does. This one intervenes on behalf of loved ones. Y'all got it? I got one clap back there. Y'all ain't got no loved ones? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Listen. I know a lot of times we, and we still get confused with love. There's just, it's some romantic feeling. Mm-hmm. Chase it is much more than that. Listen. It's faithful. It's reliable. Chase it. This love is faithful and is reliable. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is the type of love that, you know, that. This is the type of love that I would say that. I'm going to say this. This is the type of love that a wife has for her husband. That's not saved and she prays for years. Uh, 
This is this type of love. See, it's a continuing action. It's a series of actions that continues. It don't just do this. Stop. No, it is a continuous action. Chase it, okay? This is a, a love that, you know, a father gets up again in the middle of the night to bail his son out of jail. Or any other situation. This is a continuous act. Okay? It's like perpetual. No, it's like, you know, when you see a, a husband take care of his wife and she's got cancer and he continues to do it. He gets up in the middle of the night and makes sure she gets the right amount of medicine and everything. It's a continuous action. It's like a mother, that child has autism and he needs continuous care. See, we don't operate in that type of love. It's an unfailing love. None of of the word that Jesus is going to bring forth and everything that you need, it's not going to happen if you don't have love. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm almost there. And the teacher is going to have a whole two hours. I wanted to have it. I'm speaking that. So remember that. I said it's an action. It's a continuous action. Correct? So... Then you go to the next word. How you teach this, you go to the next word. So we did love, right? Love never fails. Then you got to go, if you're going to teach on that, you got to go to faith. Say, emunah. Emunah. That's faith in the Hebrew. Okay? But watch this. This is going to help y'all. So, you know, someone wants to be a great musician. Then I got some here. All right. You have to, you know, say someone want to be a musician. Some of y'all might have a desire, right? Okay. You have to do more than actually, listen, accumulate knowledge about that instrument that you want to play. You have to do more than study music theory. Okay. All right. Imunah. Faith. All right. So. See, I use the Hebrew word because it gives us more depth of what's really actually happening. And then you won't have this. See, if they understood this, they wouldn't be using faith in the wrong way. Okay. And this is why you have to have a teacher to help you understand the actual context of the scripture. If you don't get the right context, now you have a pretext. Okay? So you want to have the right context. You don't want to be guessing what he's saying about faith. Watch this. So you got to do more than that to have music theory. You have, to, you have to have knowledge about the instrument that doesn't make you, it, just because you have all the knowledge about, you know, uh, how to be a mechanic, don't make you a mechanic. Just because you have all the, you know, uh, knowledge about that instrument, you know who made it, a stratosphere, you know who made it, everything, you know how many strings, you know where the string came from, it still don't make you a violinist, a violinist, does it? Well, that's what people think. I know God. I know God. You have a lot of head knowledge. You got every book. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go there. 
real quick. Without putting that knowledge to practice. <laughs> He's trustworthy. Really? How will you ever know that he's trustworthy except you be put in the position that you have to trust him? I need your wisdom. Give me all the wisdom I need. You don't have wisdom? Ask for wisdom. And he said he'll liberty give it to you. Well, how's he going to give you that wisdom? You know what he's going to do? He's going to put you in a situation where you have to use wisdom. So you won't want that situation, though. You may have to go way back in your past. To forgive someone. How are you going to have wisdom of God? Lest you be in the position to show forth. Listen, the wisdom of God. Mm. How many of y'all passing that one or failing? Or if you came to Christ, you had to go back. Everybody had to go back. The problem is a lot of us haven't went back to the people that we need to go back to. See, when I went back, the, I, the guy that, that stabbed me three times, he got saved. Now, what he do with his salvation is on him. But I was in position. Okay. He said, go ahead, move on, Pastor. All right. If you never put into practice the knowledge, then you'll never, the thing that you're trying to achieve, it would never, you would never have its, it would never have its purpose fulfilled. Y'all said y'all believe. Mm. Y'all said y'all believe God. (laughs) Well, you're going to be put in a position where you have to believe God. Okay, I'm talking about immunah, faith. Okay? Hold on. Oh, teacher, I'm just setting it up. Here we go, teacher. I got it. I'm going to be done. Immunah literally means, listen, to act with firmness. Faith means to act with firmness. Okay. All right. Hold on. (laughs) According to God's will. (laughs) Not yours. I did, didn't I? It's less about knowing. Listen, it's less about knowing and more about doing. This is the kind of faith I'm talking about. Y'all in this faith movement and prosperity. It's you telling God what to do. You ain't doing nothing. This faith is about you doing more than you know. Okay. All right. All right. Faith. Listen. To have faith is to act. To have faith is to act. All right. Remember, we're talking about unfailing love. Faith works by love. It's a continuous action. Mm, it's a series of actions. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all like, get out of there, Pastor. This is why most faithful people aren't necessarily theologians. I know that's right. See, they got all that knowledge. But when you see something about the gifts of the Spirit, oh, I got to step back. Instead of acting upon it. 
instead of yielding your tongue to the Holy Spirit. Instead of saying, I got to act upon it, my faith. Though I speak in the tongues of angels and have that love. See? See how it works? You have to act on it. So they're trying to theologically and, and scientifically prove. What God said is by faith. See? See how the enemy come into the camp? Okay. Listen to this. This is why most faithful people aren't necessarily, I told you, theologians. But people who are actually living out God's will, listen, with determination. Imunah. Faith is this. Faith is measured like this. Ye a little faith, ye a great faith. Faith is measured how you love. It's like the deer in the headlight. Faith, your faith is measured how you love. Ye of little faith. You have great faith. Faith is measured how you love. It's not about what you acquire and you speak to God and you get stuff. That's not faith. Faith is measured by how you love. See, none of this is going to mean anything. You're not going to get into the kingdom except you love. You can't take nothing with you except your loved one. Okay, all right, all right, I'm going, teacher. Bring the podium up for teacher. Faith is not about information. It's about transformation. The thing you didn't do, you do now. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Just some little notes I wanted to bring up to you. My shepherd, and I got to do that. For the teacher coming. Oh, she's going out. <laughs> oh, I can't. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> That's wrong. See, I'm convicted. <laughs> I'm convicted. <laughs> but I love y'all. And and I love I love leading you. I love showing you. How do you should be thinking about the word of God? When we're believers and we're spirit, that you have a body, you live in your, it lives in the body, you know, your, your spirit does. But you are a spirit. And when the scripture, I mean, that's like food, it says to us. And when I hear the word of God being spoken, immediately my, my spirit is engaged. What I'm tired, hungry, none of that matters now. My spirit's like, uh oh, God's talking. These are his words that he spoke to his people. And if you esteem that, see what I what you esteem, it does flow to you. I esteem his word. He said, David said, more than my natural food. 
I mean, when I hear his word, my mind shouldn't be wandering and going, when, when is this script? We hear this every Sunday. Yes. Yet we still don't love. True love is with God and man. Break him. Complete love. That's what that is. Love isn't complete until it's shared. Love is not complete until you share it. That's what makes love complete. God so love. He shared his love. Amen. See, we just take for granted the scriptures and how it's read. And, and I need to understand. No, you don't need to understand it. Not everything. You're not going to. Everything we learn is in part. Everything she teaches is going to be in part, the Bible says. Let's get the part. We should get that part right, though. We should be getting that part right, what we're teaching you. We have to, I have to take an account. Joseph, I have to take an account to what I teach you. That means I have to stand before God at the judgment seat and say, did I teach you the correct way? Did I tell you what he said to forgive? Amen. See, if you don't forgive, he can't forgive you. How come they never come to the table? So we still have everybody in church still in bondage. I love you. I love you. You've already been pardoned. The door is open. The warden is not there. You can leave. But you still are in bondage. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Come on up. I, you know me. Takeover spirits in the house. All right. Okay, last thing. <laughs> so. You, you see the spiral staircase. You see it. You have knowledge of it. But until you actually walk up that spiral staircase, you'll never experience that next level. Until you act upon it. You can know how the staircase is built, it's low bearing stone on it and wall on it, everything. It doesn't matter. But until you actually walk up there, you will never get to that next level. So you have to act upon it. So you say you believe, then act upon it. If you say you forgive, then act upon it. If you say you're delivered, then act upon it. If you say you're trustworthy, then act upon it. Amen?